0: Hey, this is Irene. I've been waiting for you. Thank you for joining me, mixing it up with me right here on The Mix. You're listening to CBiz Media. Hi. Looking for affordable, inspirational gifts? Check out our store at CBizTVmedia.com. That's CBizTVmedia.com and click on our store. Or you can email us at cbiztv at yahoo.com and we'll send you that link. Thank you. All right, so we've completed the tell-alls for 90 Day Fiance. The other way, I believe it's all three of them. So this season has ended and... To me, honestly, especially the last tell-all episode didn't tell me really more than I already knew. So it was kind of a rehashing of things in my opinion. Brandon and Mary, um, it they kind of talked about their struggles and they still have some toxicity that they need to work out and deal with, especially now that they have this daughter in the world Uh, brandon's mom is still being supportive of them and they do need financial assistance as well um brandon kind of calls mary out of her name at times and she says she cries but she also has tendency to try to be super controlling because she wants to make sure everything works the way that she wants so they both have their issues but they're together and it looks like they're gonna work on their relationship Holly and Wayne, same thing. They're going to work on their relationship there. To me, their toxicity is not the same. I don't feel they're a toxic couple. I feel they're maybe a little bit, they said, a little bit of a mismatch. It's just for him being super manly and her being super sensitive and emotional and him not being able to meet her somewhere in the middle. He also has some financial issues that she had to support and help him with as well. She can't work in his country, so she had to come back to the U.S. to pay off the credit card debt she used to help support him as he's having issues with his money and his and everything he's doing so they are too going to continue to work their relationship out it seems hard he to me he says it's emotionally draining and i can understand on his point of view but i also understand her side of needing someone to be supportive um maybe i'm a somewhere in the middle person but maybe they can find their way somewhere in the middle and i hope that everything works out for them they're both Jehovah Witnesses. They decided to stay celibate in their relationship until they got married, and that's a little bit of their backstory. Shekinah and Sarper, we know that they're a pretty toxic couple. They're they're super pretty. They're obsessed with their beauty and their vanity on some level. Um, Sarper and Shekinah seem to be okay with their toxic relationship. Um, Shekinah likes that he, you know, wants to regulate her weight and tell her what she should do with their makeup and clothes she likes those controlling elements of him i think the worst thing sarper can do now is just if he sleeps around on her and cheats on her then i would be done but they seem to be okay with this type of arrangement they have um then he showed his book of like i think he had 1400 X's, actual letter X's throughout this book showing how many women he had been with And then it was color-coordinated to how beautiful they were. So it was beyond shallow. It was a little scary. He said, I think he said he considers this his trophy. And it's sad that men have that feeling. And I'm not saying all of them do. But a lot of men have that mentality of how many notches can they get on their belt. That makes them more superior, more masculine or whatever. But that doesn't really mean anything to me. And it partially feels... A little bit demeaning or a lot demeaning for all these women that are represented by the letter x no name or anything like that you're just another notch on somebody's belt. so I think that's really shallow but we already know that about Serper but he says Shekinah's changing him she's his woman she's the one so if they're happy and if he doesn't go out on her um I don't know I'm I'm gonna still wish them the best I'm not gonna At first, I was saying, you know, she kind of should leave him, but if she has her self-esteem intact, she's able to handle him, and she's okay with the way he is, then uh, I just hope them and wish them the best. And I wish her the best for her mental health. Julio and Kirsten, again, didn't learn anything new about them. In their situation they both look like they were supposedly cheating on each other as they were trying to get out of the relationship julio i'm sorry julio because <laughs> he did call himself julio at one point uh, he allowed her to do that anyway but um it seems like he's trying to act like he was the good guy and she started cheating first and then that's when he found somebody new through i think social media or a party or something like that a combination of both anyway uh they're not together and julio seems like he's happy with the new person that he's with kirsten continues to say she never cheated and was never with this guy that he's accusing her of being with kimberly and tj again i was astonished that they were still together And they seem to be on good terms, even though she was basically cussing everyone else out in the studio, but they were still good. But we see the end of the episode, spoiler alert here. um, She's saying that they're good, but she's gonna stay in America for like almost four months to be with her family. She's not really sure if TJ is in her future plans. And this is what she says. And I feel like she did lose a lot of her peace and a lot of herself being in that family and being in that situation. She does want to be with tj but she doesn't know how it's gonna look and how it's gonna work and that's how they're ending things but you know that always opens the door for a spinoff for them to be on another franchise or another part of the 90 day universe so we may still see more of kimberly and tj and see if she continues to try to navigate their relationship danielle and johan to me i think they were beating a dead horse honestly they were just trying to get Johan to say he cheated he cheated he kept kept acting like he was perfect and amazing and tried to turn it back on her which is what a lot of corrupt guys and liars and manipulative men do he called her the manipulator but I really believe her and her story she's got too many too many people too much research behind it and the young lady came on and said that he tried to talk to her but she didn't continue to talk with him when she found out Danielle was involved so uh, a lot of dirt on Johan looks like he's again like I said a professional gigolo which I did on one post and he they just kept trying to ask and they just kept saying be honest be honest be honest he never did he said he couldn't wait to get the money for the divorce in my mind honestly I feel he'll continue to deny it he wants this divorce because when he gets this divorce because she makes more of the money he's entitled to a portion, maybe even half, maybe even alimony. So the longer he hangs on to this marriage, he's entitled to some funds. And I think that might be part of his uh, reasoning for completely acting like he did nothing wrong. She's the bad one in the relationship. I never cheated. If he makes himself look like the good guy to the courts, or at least tries to, even if she does have the evidence, um, He's going to still try to plead his case because I think he's in it for the loot. Honestly, it's a smart play, but it's foolish in the end because there's just too much proof against him. But if you're on a popular TV show that's seen internationally, worldwide, yeah, I wouldn't confess there, especially if I want to have a good case for my divorce and I wanted to get some good alimony. Yeah, you wouldn't confess there. So they kept beating that horse and he never gave in and I knew he wouldn't but everybody was on danielle's side she cried she cried out of pain but out of solidarity that everybody was seeing her point of view that she wasn't the evil one that she wasn't crazy because again when their relationship started in the last franchise of 90 day um they it seemed like she was emasculating him talking down to him then we see this news, the new season. It seems like he was the bad guy. He was using her for her money, and now we find out he had so many other mistresses and women on the side. So the tables have turned, and we get to see who the real manipulator is. But Johan will continue to say it's her. He's going to always point the finger back to her, sadly. Kenny and Armando, um, again, they're trying to have a child. Should they use two embryos for their surrogate? Um, Was the question and they haven't answered that yet but they have a better chance if they use two than if they only use one and they'll have to continue the process or do it again if it doesn't work or go through but armando and kenny were standing up for people armando speaks spanish so he was talking to johan trying to get him to confess trying to tell him to be a better guy but that wasn't working so and kenny was standing up for some of the ladies um That were being mistreated on the show and talked down to on the show. So, Kenny was standing up, I think, more than the straight guys that were on the show. He was standing up for the ladies and for other people and standing up for the little guy. I think Kenny has a lot of guts. He showed a lot of um, sensitive, kind masculinity versus hard brute masculinity and I think that's really important to have both of those elements as a man but yeah Kenny and Armando their relationship is not like everyone else's and they're just kind of championing and helping and supporting the other people in the cast they don't really have any dirt or darkness between them that we see right now um but that's it that is the tell-all, my final thoughts on it, and um, waiting on seeing what's next in the 90-day universe, and we'll be seeing more. Uh, again, I always pray the best for the couples that are following, well, I'll say I pray the best for couples that love each other and are trying to make things work, and I pray for those that want to get married if it's god's will and if it's under god's way that it happens for them and that they continue to stay together and work things out and fix their problems because we look at all these couples at the end of the day and they're regular people that are in the spotlight but they're regular people with relationship struggles like everyone else and if you're willing to fight it out to be with that person then that's what matters and that's what's gonna make it work if you really love that person you really want to be with them you're not going to let go you're gonna fight through it and that's one lesson we can learn from our 90 day family all right guys any questions comments you guys can always email me at cbiztv at yahoo.com listen to our episodes on our podcast we're on spotify we're on apple go to our website there you'll find us on those platforms CBizTVMedia.com. Thank you for your love and support. Always faith, love, and trends right here. This is Irene, CBiz Media.